So I found this video about branding and you know, this channel is called brand video pro. We really talk about this, you know, about how to dominate in the branding space, but this video is kind of contradictory. It's kind of like against branding or talks about the, the, I don't know, behind the scenes or the things that you don't really want to accept about branding, but as brands, it's important that we learn what they have to say. So let's check out, check out this video. It's by Big Think. They make really great videos about everything. So let's see what they have to say about branding. But before we get into that, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. It really pushes this video out in the algorithm and encourages me to make more videos. This video is brought to you by Brand Video Pro. We help brands and influencers scale their influence and sales. So if that is important to you, head on over to our website, link down below and find out how we can help you. We have a lot of resources there that can help you. So go check that out. All right, let's begin. Coke is just soda. Tylenol, just acetaminophen. And Levi's are just jeans. Yet consumers go out of their way to select these specific brands over others. An economist would say, how is this possible that a rational consumer would be willing to pay more for exactly the same thing? We love to think about ourselves as rational. That's not how it works. A very famous study done by colleagues at Duke University had flashed either the Apple logo or the IBM logo to two randomized groups of participants. The study found that after being subliminally exposed to the Apple logo, compared to when you've been exposed to the IBM logo, participants performed better on creative tasks. And the argument is that Apple has been telling you this story over and over again, that Apple is the brand for hip, cool, fun, creative people. This is the true power of brands. They can influence our behavior. So I'm just going to say, because Apple is probably the best brand in the world, because the way they've really been able to push and market to us. In fact, most of how we consume anything is through an Apple device these days so they really dominated that space from computing to uh phones and integrated it so that we would always need an apple device some way some form uh and they've told us a story that apple is the best and apple like, like they said apple is for the innovators it's for the cool people but let's keep going but I, I, you know what at the same time Apple is for the cool people. I'm sorry. Like I've seen, you know, I've used Windows computers. Maybe I'm just brainwashed. I haven't used Windows computers in years, but when I use it, I feel like I'm going 10 years back in the past. Uh, so it's not just about, it's not just about the branding and the packaging, but it's about the user experience. And that is really what branding is about, right? The user experience. Behavior in ways that extend way beyond the point of sale. So, to what degree can the influence of brands wreak havoc on our ability to make rational spending decisions? This is Your Brain on Money. This is Americus Reed. He studies identity and marketing at the University of Pennsylvania. When I make choices about different brands, I'm choosing to create an identity. When I put that shirt on, when I put those shoes on, those jeans, that hat, someone is going to form an impression about what I'm about. So if I'm choosing Nike over Under Armour, I'm choosing a kind of different way to express affiliation with sport. 
the Nike thing is about performance. The Under Armour thing is about the underdog. I have to choose which of these different conceptual pathways is most consistent with where I am in my life. And once a consumer makes that choice, their relationship with a brand can deepen to the point where they identify with the brand like family. And once you identify with a brand, it can shape the way you behave. And it's really interesting because they will also, if someone talks bad about that product, brand, or service, they will be the first to go out and defend. Why? Because an attack on the brand is an attack on themselves. Michael Platt is a professor of neuroscience, marketing, and psychology whose research demonstrates how our perception of brands influences our decisions. There's an idea in marketing, which is that we relate to brands in the same way we relate to people. It's like, I love this brand, or I hate this brand. Of course, what people say, right, can often be different from what's really going on in their heads. So we thought, well, why don't we just ask the brain directly? Michael and his team observed the brains of iPhone users and Samsung Galaxy users with an MRI machine while they heard good, bad, and neutral news about Apple and Samsung. Apple customers showed a brain empathy response toward Apple that was exactly what you'd see in the way you would respond to somebody in your own family. Strangely, Samsung users didn't have any positive or negative responses when good or bad news was released about their brand. The only evidence that Samsung users showed was reverse empathy for Apple news, meaning if the Apple headline was negative, their brain reflected a positive response. You know, it really shows us that Apple has completely defined the market here. Samsung customers, it seems, from their brain data, are only buying Samsung because they hate Apple. They're brands and then they're great brands. And Apple is, is, is a brand that is not just about, it's not just about the brand name and the attention or whatever that it gets. It's about the user experience. That's what Apple and, and a bunch of other things, but really that the seamlessness and the ease of user experience is what Apple promotes. And especially when I say, yeah, the, the way, the fun graphics that he uses or the fun ways that it, you, it, you move through the app, right? The user experience. And because of that, Apple users are married to Apple products. And I think that because of the energy that Apple users give to that marriage, it sort of upsets non-Apple users. Either because maybe they can't afford it, and I'm not trying to be a hater or anything. It could be because they couldn't afford it, but it also could be just because they just don't like Apple. They don't like the interface, they don't, they don't like the user experience, they don't like the branding, they don't like, they don't see why all these people are making so much noise about Apple. And that is understandable. But why do they react negatively towards Apple? It's an interesting thing. The kicker, the Samsung users didn't report feeling the results their MRIs showed. What was happening in their brains and what they reported feeling towards Apple and Samsung were totally different. Most people just don't realize that they are subconsciously choosing brands because those brands have some kind of self-expressive value. You can see there's a lot of power here in terms of shaping uh, consumers' decisions. 
As we learn more and more about that, we have to think much more deeply about the ethical, legal, and societal implications of doing that. So as consumers, what can we do to make informed choices? Well, the best thing we can do is be aware of the influence that brands hold. I think it's important to always pause and think a little bit about, okay, why am I buying this product? And like it or not, brands aren't going anywhere. I've heard lots of people push back and say that I'm not into brands. I take a very different view. They're not doing anything any different than what someone who affiliates with a brand is doing. They have a brand. It's just an anti-brand brand. Mm. When I think about what is it that I've learned about identity over time, I think a lot of it has to do with the fundamental need that we as humans have to have support systems. Perhaps it was the church, it was the community, it was these other institutions that existed. Now brands have stepped in as pillars of our identity. So interesting because the structure of a brand is very similar to the structure of a church, for example, or an institution. This tool that is used to generate income, right? And get you attached to its ideals, its belief systems, etc. Obviously, religion is a lot more goes runs a lot deeper than a brand, but not always. Like something like an iPhone, well, that is its own church. Let's keep going. So I'm very much motivated to see that in that positive light. That's such an interesting video. Like I hope you learned something new about branding. And look, hey. <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong if you take this video and you use it and you incorporate it into your system to get people attached to buying your products and services or your brand. Like he said, look, brands are not going anywhere and they really aren't because brands are everywhere, right? Everyone is a brand. So learn from it, use it to your advantage, everything that you saw in this video and leave a comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think about what I said about Apple, Samsung, all of that? What do you think about what they said in the video? Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. My name is Kenem, and see you next time. A peace.